3: <laughs> Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. It is Thursday, Throwback Thursday. Actually, isn't that what everybody does on Facebook? They do the Throwback Thursday, Flashback Fridays, right? Well, today is Throwback Thursday here on the Andrea Kay Show. Coming at you from beautiful San Diego, California, in the AM 1170 Studios. And joining me every day at this time is my buddy DJ Carrot Sticks. Hey,
1: does anyone want carrot sticks? Get them out of here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I like that one.
1: It's also a thirsty Thursday.
3: Oh, thirsty Thursday. What does that mean?
1: You drink tasty adult beverages. Oh. When you get off work
3: yeah well, we're the town for that. I don't know if people listening if you're not from San Diego, y'all may not know that San Diego is actually the craft beer capital of the United States. In fact, we actually have craft beer tours you can You can spend a whole day going around on these buses or you know jacked up limousines and they'll take you all around to these different craft breweries. in fact, ballast Point, if you're somewhere around the country and you drink ballast Point, it started right here in San Diego. I'm not a beer drinker. It's never been my thing. Um, you know, I got to If I'm going to drink a cocktail, it's got to be really beautiful and a really stunning like crystal glass, you know, and then I sip on it, you know, like and, and I and I definitely like it if it's pink. That's that's my idea of a cocktail.
1: You know, they actually oh, they're opening up a brew teak hotel in in San Marcos next to the Stonebury. Oh, so really? Because so many people come to visit. I guess it's a big draw for tourism in the San Marcos area. Mm -hmm. And so the owner said, yeah, let's make a boutique hotel so people could, you know, tour the brewery and then afterwards just uh, go to the hotel.
3: Well, that's kind of clever, a boutique Who knew? I wouldn't go there, though, unless it became a cosmoteek, you know, and served cosmopolitans. Um, Anyway, uh, thanks for joining me. And you know what? The best way you can join me, follow me on Twitter, by the way, at Andrea K. Show. I'm also on Instagram. I don't Insta as much as I should. Um, To everybody watching right now on Facebook Live, thank you so much, and I appreciate your comments there. But how about giving me a call, telling me what's on your mind? 888-344-1170. Before I came into the studio today, I was thinking about this throwback Thursday because I was like, here we are again. It's like, it felt like Groundhog Day. We got a, another government shutdown looming. Are you kidding me? I, I actually joked on Facebook earlier. I was like, you know what? Maybe I just need to go have DJ Carrotsticks go through the archives and find a podcast because no doubt I have done shows about looming government shutdowns about 950 times in the past. And remember last year after President Trump first came into office in 2017, you know, instead of doing another budget, the House, how many times has the House in the last 10 years come forth with a budget to have it die in the Senate? Then they got to kick it down the road with another continuing resolution. And it's, and, and the problems isn't even necessarily the fact that it's a continuing resolution. But what a lot of people don't understand and what, why some of the conservatives are balking is because in this continuing resolution, and which is why they don't want to actually come up with a budget, is continued expansion in terms of growth of our government and growth in spending. And that's really what it ends up being what this fight is all about. And, you know... and then it becomes a weapon and a tool actually of both parties for power. I used to buy into the notion that it was just the Democrats, you know, sending Tom Hagen to hold a gun to the Republicans head and say your brains, your, con- your signature is going to be on the contract. But then Rand Paul brought up a good point today. He said the problem is, is about spending. He said I wouldn't mind signing because for those who haven't followed the news, the House has voted for the continuing resolution. Now it's got to go to the Senate. And that's really where we've got a sticking point because we've got – We've got within the Republican Party, we've got the far left and the far right. And we've got people like Rand Paul saying, I wouldn't I would vote for the continuing resolution if it just didn't involve continuing expansion in the budget. If it just kept the spending currently as it is, he said that we could get rid of the deficit in five years. He he said the problem is is that we've got Republicans that are just as big about big spending and big government as the left. And boy, right then, right as soon as he said that, I changed the channel and there was Lindsey Graham arguing on behalf of I'm not going to sign anything. I'm not going to sign anything if it doesn't just take care of these these poor you know DACA recipients. They just don't know what's going to happen to them. You know, and 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 it's like oh my gosh, we have a Republican who has joined the Democrat. There are 300 million American citizens approximately in this country. Millions of them, including my two parents and so many of my family. I'm the daughter of two Marines. Many of my listeners out there are all active duty or retired. So how many millions of those 300 American citizens have fought and risked their lives for this country right now or in the past? And they're being, you know, their livelihood is being jeopardized by both parties in a sense. For seven hundred thousand illegals, I mean, how did we get here in this country? Um, I'm going to take a call before I got to go to my first guest at six fifteen. Looks like we got Steve from New Orleans. He wants to chime in. Hey, Steve, welcome to the Andrew K. Show.
2: Hey, good afternoon. It's my first time calling your show, and uh, I'm really enjoying it so far.
3: Well, thanks for calling in. It's carnival time right now.
2: Absolutely. And everybody here is freezing their uh, buttocks off in New Orleans. It's a deep freeze yesterday and the day before, so we're f- feeling snow. Yeah. And speaking of uh, zaniness going on in the Trump world, I-, I think Trump needs to go on the offensive, and, and here's my I- idea. He needs to focus on the tax cuts because that's uh, doing well for him, and he needs to tell the... Uh, governments of uh, um, California, New York, New Jersey, all the places where taxes are high, he needs to tell those voters if they will team up with the Trumpster that he will work to lower their taxes, too, and he needs to point to Republican areas like Florida Mm -hmm. and their tax rate, which is zero, Mm -hmm. and other areas Mm -hmm. that have very low tax rates. And he should tell them, I will work to lower your taxes, too. You're being abused. They're not treating you fairly in those states. And if he does that, he'll win the conversation by being um, uh, on the offense rather than the defense. Well,
3: Well, let me ask you this, then, because one of the questions I had for my my guess coming up Brian Crabtree is that you know we've got amazing economic results already from Trump's tax plan just even the anticipation of this outsider businessman coming in and the easing up of regulations even before the tax bill was passed we have f- almost 4% growth we've got a crazy stock market we've got b- bonuses flooding you know the employees pockets right now we've got you know unemployment low but yet we still lost a key race in Wisconsin And we're worried about Pennsylvania. How do you explain that?
2: I don't explain it. I can't explain it. However, I'm going to tell you, I guess I'm a conspiracy theorist. Because I genuinely believe in Alabama. I believe the votes were rigged. And I believe CNN, Wolf Blitzer, and his compadre with the gray hair, I'm not sure of his name, but I believe that they help people who work for folks, uh, like in the last election, who work for Hillary Clinton, who but are not part of her campaign. That was a quote from Wolf Blitzer during that time. I believe they help direct fraudulent votes. But that's just me with my antenna up. Is it true? Is it not true? I have no idea. I just feel it in my heart that... The Democrat Party is committing voter fraud, uh, but I'm saying that without any type of uh, facts, and well, nothing to back Well, well, there
3: has actually been facts. You know, friends of mine actually saw. Um, buses of illegals in, in Las Vegas when Harry Reid was running for re-election at one point. Uh, you know, we know that illegals uh, here in California are able to get all kinds of uh, fraudulent paperwork and, and vote. And, and that's we know that that's happening. We don't know exactly to the extent that it is um, because, you know, the left fights. That's why they fight for voter ID. We also know that it's absolutely beyond any uh, reasonable thought that there would be in an off-year special election 90-something percent turnout from Democrats in Alabama. There were people on camera bragging, and the Republican Party, because they didn't want to touch um, Roy Moore, they did they did not support him in a, in a recount. So we know election fraud is happening. Hey, I got to run because I got another caller um, from New Orleans uh, calling in. Thanks for calling in. I wish I was down there with y'all. Eat some king cake for me on Friday. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. No, an, oh, Steve from Illinois. Hey, Steve from Illinois. I thought it was another Steve from New Orleans. How are you, Steve? Uh-huh.
4: Good. How are you?
3: I'm excellent. I've got a couple minutes before break. What's on your mind?
4: Gotcha. You were talking about how your parents are depending on what, what government and this the shutdown could affect them. That that right there when you said that tells you or I should it should tell us that government has grown too big. Because well, they're military. So I was hostage. just,
3: well, they're, they're military. Well, my dad passed, but my mother oh, okay. is, yeah, so, she, so she's, okay. you know, gets benefits. Actually, she gets benefits in two ways. One, because, uh, she's the surviving spouse of a military, uh, retiree, and then right. she also worked for the federal government for 40 years. Now, when she worked right. for, when she was working for the federal government during the shutdowns during the Clinton administration and Reagan, mama never missed a dime. So for the, right. for, so that's the fallacy. It's really the military that can be hurt, but you're absolutely Right. right about the growth of government. And that's one reason why, um, you know, I think it was Rand Paul who said earlier today, he said what we really need to be doing is, and it's kind of like this Overton window I talked about before, both parties pretend like they're solving problems when they're staying, when the debate is always within these really tight boundaries. He said what we really should right. be talking about is the scope of government. Right? right. And its and role.
4: What, what, what a lot of people are overlooking, too, is government creates a problem so government can come back and say they've got a solution to it. And, and every time they come up with a solution, we are losing out of the whole game.
3: Right, because it, it, they created a problem with the open borders. That's one reason why they promised Ronald Reagan yep. that they would secure the borders, and they didn't. Because, you yep. know, you look at this, this um, guy from your area. I think it might have been from Illinois, this this um, man who had been in the country 30 years. And then everybody's crying over him because he gets back to Mexico. Well, that problem was created by the left with complicity right. from the right. This entire issue that we've got was an intentional problem that was created. And then the solution Amen. is, of course, to give every, give them all amnesty because how can we be so cruel otherwise and then the ones that, that you know then they then they argue for uh, government support and then it just keeps them in power
4: you're exactly one hundred percent correct and i wish more people would listen to that understand it and get it through their heads what do
3: you think is going to happen I, my, I, i'm going to ask you the same question i asked my last caller he was talking about all the benefits that are you know trump and the taxes and i'm scratching my head going he, he's been doing that the the benefits of his his economy are real people are already feeling it and yet we lost wisconsin
4: well first who are you going to believe on on what's going on because lamestream media is not going to convince you that that Trump is doing us any good. Uh, Nancy Pelosi is speaking that ver, the, these tax cuts, these thousand dollars, is just pittance. It's it's, it's nothing. Right. It's an insult. Right. Right. There there's there's the problem right there. Yeah. Is we we're blaming. We've got an investigation going on, blaming Russia for getting in and, and interfering with our election. Well, what's lamestream doing? They're constantly, day after day after day, putting down and manipulating the, what people think of, of Donald Trump. That's
3: absolutely true. It's- hey, that music tells me i got to go take a break. Steve, thank you so much for calling, and thank you to my other Steve. And if anybody else wants to call on the show, please do so. 888-344-1170. Brian Crabtree is coming up to talk about the shutdown.
6: home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home.
7: If you don't have an estate plan, then the state
8: Attention military families and vets. Your VA loan benefit now grants you a cash-out, 100% refi, with rates in the threes. Fellow veteran Sonia Hadley has also earned her stripes in mortgage lending. She's done all kinds of loans over the last 30 years, and now she's uncovered an exclusive VA benefit you won't find elsewhere. With sky-high home prices and rock-bottom interest rates, there's never been a better time to lock down a lower payment and tap up to 100% of your home's equity to pay off debts, do improvements, whatever you like. Approval is quick and easy with Sonia's in-house underwriting from Arbor Financial. She'll even come to you. Sonia also has a VA streamline refi with no income documentation, no appraisal, and no credit report. Call Sonia at Arbor Financial to see if you qualify for the cash out 100% refi. Today's rates are in the threes, so call 833-MY-VA-LOAN, 833-MY-VA-LOAN, 833-MY-VA-LOAN.
9: Message and data rates may apply.
8: Guys, got hair
1: loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat. Just stop. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850.
9: Financial discipline. We all want it. Few of us have it. Our desire to acquire things when we have credit that's too easy overwhelms us. It's like trying to diet and having dessert put right in front of you. That's not even fair. Here's a solution. Cash Call will pay off all or some of your debt through a no-charge escrow as part of a one-payment solution to help get your financial life back under control. That's our commitment to you. Your commitment to yourself and us is that you'll only use your credit cards in the future for what they're meant for, emergencies, instead of extravagant stuff that isn't essential to your life. Together, through our personal unsecured consolidation loan, we'll work to get you out of the debt trap that most of us fall into with easy credit. Make the cash call at 866-590-CASH. It doesn't cost anything but five minutes of your time to see if we can help get your financial life under control.
7: Minimum loan amount $2,600. Not all applicants will qualify. Loans will be made pursuant to Department of Business Oversight California Finance Lender Law License.
9: That's 866-590-CASH. AM
5: 1170. The Answer. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
3: Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. It is Throwback Thursday. Another threat of a government shutdown. I mean, you know, this. It's just. It seems it's like a very effective weapon on the part of the left against the Republicans. Even though I was just telling the last caller that my mother worked for the federal government for 40 years, and you know what? She worked at I, I think everywhere but state. She worked for Interior, Department of Labor. Um, justice she worked pretty much for every department and anytime there was a shutdown it didn't hurt her any but now uh you know the the military are the ones who are going to be hurt how, how do we even let this happen how do we get this far why hasn't there already been a budget that's been passed joining me now to talk about all of this and who's going to be blamed if there's a shutdown and it's brian crabtree of the brian crabtree show hey brian welcome back to the andrea k show
10: Good to be with you.
3: Okay, so I'm sure that you've heard the latest, uh, that the House has passed the continuing resolution, and now it's in the hands of the Senate. Here we are once again on the eve of, you know, a shutdown, and we still don't have a balanced budget. You know, President Trump's been in office a year now. Um, you know, what's your take on all this? Because, you know, a lot there's a lot of conservatives saying this is all 100% the fault of the Democrats. I'm looking at it and go, wait a second. You know, we've got – the Republicans have the power. Why, why aren't they using it and getting through what they want? And then I can see, when I see Rand Paul and Lindsey Graham, I go, oh, there's the problem.
10: <laughs> well, that's part of it. Well, the Senate is where a budget in America goes to die. I don't know if your listeners realize this, but we haven't actually passed a budget in America since 2010. I I thought it was 2009, but I read that it was 2010. All we've done is taken the bailout money budget and keep passing it. That's why the deficit keeps voluminously going up and up and up sort of like a rocket or a really fast aircraft, because we're not doing a new budget. We have mm-hmm. all of this, this, uh, tarp. I, 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 you remember those words tarp and TARF and tamp and all that from back during the financial recovery, Well, we're still continuing resolution to keep that budget from that era going forward. I mean, you know, circa nine, uh, you know, seems like 1900s here. So we, we we are a country that doesn't have a budget and hasn't had one, in nearly a decade. That's think about that. Because that's you staggering. Have that 60, 60 votes, really, to get that done in the Senate. Hell, we can't even get the Republicans together. How are we going to get the extra votes from Democrats? And the Democrats are basically saying, we think it's better to give a bunch of uh, illegals amnesty, the Dreamers DACA, than it is to pay our federal workers and our military. So, I mean, they're choosing they're choosing illegal aliens, the Democrats are. Uh, in favoring them over American citizens, the American citizens, the one getting getting hurt here. I see no way the Republicans take the damage, take the fall here at all. And remember, they took the House, the Senate and the presidency, the executive branch in 2016. And there was a budget shutdown, a government shutdown not long before that. It didn't seem to hurt much in 2016. Why is it going to hurt? In 2018, I, I can't get my head wrapped around that narrative.
3: Well, because me neither. Because if, if I'm thinking back on Bill Clinton, I think there was a shutdown twice during during Bill Clinton, and and it was actually after that the Republicans got blamed for it, and it was actually after that in which they took uh, control. I think of the House. And I think that was when uh, Newt Gingrich was was Speaker of the House became Speaker of the House at that point. And you know, it's it's to me, I have to look at it when I, when I talked earlier about Rand Paul versus Lindsey Graham. I have to think that there is a faction. It, President Trump, when he took office, he faces two opposition parties. And that's what it's about. That when you, when you hear Lindsey Graham siding with the Democrats, doing everything he can to try to, to cooperate with the Democrats, to force a shutdown, to make Trump look bad, you know, that's, you know, it's, it's all, to me, it's not a pro DACA thing as much as it is. How much can we hurt President Trump? And there's a, too many Republicans that are on board with that because what they should be doing, if they, if they cared at all about this country and cared at all about in the midterm election, elections or anything else, the Republicans would say, we're going to join together. And even if this continuing resolution isn't exactly what I want, we're at least going to join together and we're not going to let the Democrats put any hurt on us whatsoever with the shutdown, because as long as they control the mainstream media, there is a chance that it's going to hurt the Republicans,
10: right? You said something a minute ago. Yeah, you're right. And I I agree with everything you said, but I want to change the wording of something you said a minute ago. And this is something that we hear in the news a lot. The media peddles this word and then you and I sometimes pick it up. Okay. Uh, who's going to get blamed for this shutdown? No doubt about it. The Republicans are going to get blamed. Now, here's the real question we have to ask as conservatives. Who are the American people going to hold accountable for the shutdown? That's a much different question. Media True. wants us to th- talk about who they blame. Well, nobody gives a damn about what the media says anymore. They've lost so much credibility. Yeah. So the, the real question is who the American people are going to hold accountable, and that will be the Democrats. I'm I, I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not predicting a huge win for the Republicans in 2018. I see it being possible. could also be the opposite of that. But I don't think this has the, the shutdown, so to speak, has anything to do with it. Heck, if we can't pass a budget and, and get the deficit in check, the best way to do it is uh, just takes the time off. I mean, with the Trump economy, the Trump bump in the stock market, Apple's 130 billion dollars, they're bringing back 20,000 jobs. I mean, on mm-hmm. and on, the list continues. I think a few government workers losing their job. I, I hate to, for a little while, I hate to see that. I, I don't wish it on them. Well, got, you know, well, it's not going to hurt us economically.
3: No. And I and like I said, you know, my mother, uh, you know, when we had shutdowns in the past, he, you know, she didn't lose a dime for it. And neither did my dad when it, in terms of his military retirement. So as much as I, I'm supporting, you know, the the notion that we need to push back against the Democrats, that they're, they're, they're threatening to put the hurt on a military, uh, I can tell you from personal experience, that kind of really didn't happen anytime we had a shutdown. I'm hearing today some some news and I, and I hadn't had a chance to do as much research on it as I would like, Brian, and I hate to put you on the spot with because I don't know if you've had either. But I actually saw um, that there are now reports coming out and even heard uh, this corroborated with, from Judge uh, Napolitano that what is now being um, looked at behind the scenes is actual allegations and possible evidence that President Trump was money laundering to Russia.
10: Well, I'm sure they're looking at it, but I'm, I'm doubting he does. Uh, you know, I haven't read much into that, and it sounds like another one of those uh you know uh this came out a couple of hours ago so probably when you went on the air it's, yeah. it's breaking out and i have not gotten deep into that yet so i don't really know uh but you have a russian researcher that testifies president trump had a pattern of kremlin connected money laundering i, I mean you got to you got to take a step back from this and and i don't know if i could read 15 stories and really believe any of it because most of the people writing these stories have no idea about money mm-hmm. they talk about russian connections all the time well if you have a mortgage in uh, america you probably have a russian connection without knowing it so it's really easy for the media to tell that story without mm-hmm. lying
2: uh-huh.
10: actually be disingenuous because you know deutsche bank is an example it's a german bank they have deep connections in russia as well there's russian banks that invest into money uh back securities which involve your home mortgage certainly probably involve a trump tower here and there it would be easy for a media you know, specialist journalist to come out and go, oh, I found a Russian connection. Yeah. He's got money backing from, from Russia. And it's it, it wouldn't be factually inaccurate. But it would be totally disingenuous because it would negate the fact that so many other people including your listeners mortgage does as well so it's it's really hard to hear this stuff i don't really care quite frankly Mm -hmm. i don't care what he did with russia i don't care if he was ripping the irs off for 30 or 40 years because right now (laughs) i I have i have the i don't care so keep you keep throwing it at me liberals i'm just gonna say i don't give a damn right Uh, well yeah but go ahead The money is growing in my IRA. People are getting better jobs. And some employers are starting to have to offer people more money. And that's because of Trump. That's Mm -hmm. all I care about. Right. And That's what most people care about.
3: Well, and I also think that then people are going to go, okay, if that if people are really concerned about money connections and laundering and stuff. okay, now we want Hillary Clinton and the Clinton Foundation. Let's see what, you know, the obvious pay for play scheme. Judicial Watch found 400 emails in which there was evidence going on of a pay for play scheme with her at secretary of state. So there's it's not really a win for the liberals here if they go down that path. Brian, how can people hear your show?
10: Uh, talk40.com. It's all there, the highlights and more.
3: All right. Thanks for being here, Brian Crabtree. Now, you Andrea K. Show listeners, don't go anywhere because my girl, Megan Barth, is going to be here. We got to talk some mansplaining and some complaining going on on the left. Stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up.
5: Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K
7: A Y E.
6: 19 men attacked our country. You'd be the first to fight back.
1: Today comes the declassified true story. We're on our own, fighting 50,000 Al Qaeda fighters. Of 12 fathers, brothers, soldiers. If we fail, what happened back home is going to happen again. Who volunteered to fight. How do you love your family and leave them to go to war? And gave us a reason to hope. From the producer of Black Hawk Down. I ain't losing one, man. 12 Strong, the declassified true story of the horse soldiers. Not playing. Red
8: R. Under 17, not a minute without parent.
4: Larry Elder here with a stunning idea. Hawaii, give your sweetheart an amazing summer cruise of the Hawaiian Islands with me and my fellow talk show hosts, Hugh Hewitt and Mike Gallagher. It's the 2018 Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise, August 11th through the 18th, discussing the state of our country while island hopping in paradise. For details, just log on to am1170theanswer.com and use the keyword aloha. That's am1170theanswer.com, keyword aloha. We are going to have
8: a great time.
7: If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444.
0: Water, contamination, drought, rationing. You don't know how much you need water till it's scarce. This week on Champions of Justice with Tom Girardi and Chris O'May, we deal with the legalities of California's water crisis and what's called a wallet policy. It's going to cost you on your water bill and in grocery prices. You'll hear about it here first. Tune in, Champions of Justice, Saturdays at 5 p.m. here on AM 1170, The Answer. With our high utility rates, the last thing you need is to waste energy. If your home comfort system is constantly cycling on and off, or if you have harder cold pockets in your home, that's a red flag. Proper maintenance prolongs the life of your system and saves you money on energy costs. Jackson and Foster Heating and Air have been honored as a North American Contractor of the Year for providing superior service and top quality HVAC products at affordable rates. They're pretty proud of that award and look forward to showing you how they earned that honor. They offer 24-hour emergency service on every major brand. They won't try to sell you a new system if you don't need one and will never recommend any parts that are not necessary. Call Jackson and Foster Heating and Air for a cleaning and inspection. Mention radio and save $25 on your service call. Jackson and Foster Heating and Air. Our family serving your family since 1931. Call
1: 619-667-4328. 619-667-4328. 619-667-4328.
4: Listen to Rise Up Radio
1: Saturday afternoons at 2 on AM 1170, The Answer. Rise Up Radio with James Carmody shares the stories of San Diego's servant leaders that are rising up, making a significant positive impact in the community, and helping to maintain America's finest city. Visit sdriseup.com to nominate a servant leader, subscribe to the podcast, and pledge to Rise Up. Don't forget to listen to Rise Up Radio Saturday afternoons at 2 on AM 1170, The
4: Answer.
5: AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
3: Welcome back to the Andrew K. Show. I almost didn't come back from the break. I was so engrossed in uh, reading the comments here and everybody on Facebook Live. Hey, Mark Stephen and Bo and Tracy. Tracy has a good question here. She says, whatever happened to the IT guy fleeing for Pakistan and was arrested? Yeah, the guy that uh, continued to get a paycheck from Debbie Wash. Was- was- I can't even say the DWS, the woman who looks like Jaja Binks. Yeah, whatever happened to him, right? This was the guy who was given access to classified documents. See, the left continues to get away with whatever, you know whatever nonsense whatever crimes get committed um let's see what are some other comments here um a lot of comments here about vegas bo says release the documents i'm not really sure what thaddeus is talking about he keeps talking about love that this ain't this is is about a human thing if you're talking about immigration let me tell you uh, what this is really all about is the rule of law see as as I was talking to Brian Crabtree you know the, the left loves to create problems they manufacture crises and then act as though they're, they're the ones with the solution but they never actually solve a problem because then they're out of business if they solve a problem so they have to continue to perpetuate it and speaking of the rule of law and cra- California crazy with immigration um, the attorney general here in California has threatened businesses that, it, that they will be prosecuted executed if they cooperate in any way with our federal government, who has the right to implement and put immigration laws on the books. Can you imagine being a business owner now in California? Let me tell you, it's tough enough to start and grow a business here in California. And now you're under threat of the attorney general that if ICE comes in and wants to look at your records, you, bet, you better be careful. They, you better make sure that you follow uh, this attorney general's rules. Uh, it, it's crazy. It's it's absolutely crazy. There used to be a time in which California, you know, I talked about my mother earlier. She used to actually work for a Department of Labor here in which they would hear cases about knowing hires where they would prosecute businesses for hiring illegals. Now, they're prosecuting businesses if they... Don't hire illegals and and or if they hand over illegals, you know, we've got the federal government right now. I hope President Trump vetoes that FISA renewal bill because right now we've got a federal government that is allowed to spy on the American citizens, but not allowed to ask a sus- suspected illegal for documentation to prove they've got a right to be here in this country. And on top of it, right now, we've got the threat of a government shutdown if we don't continue to give benefits to these people here illegally. We have like gone completely off the rails in this country. It's shocking. However, I do think that Brian Crabtree is right when he says that the Democrats will end up being blamed and he thinks that Republicans are still going to come out uh, looking good in the midterms because much to CNN's chagrin, I guess they did a little town hall expecting different answers than they got when they asked some Democrats uh, from from Ohio actually – uh, Martin Savage did in a segment in which uh, they, the, it was a panel of Democrats uh, who actually crossed over and voted Republican in 2016. And I guess they expected, you know, I don't know what this per- Martin Savage expected. He says, but well, one year in. How's he doing? Fantastic, says one Democrat voter. Phenomenal, says Gino, a machine shop worker. See, these are like, when the other one was an iron worker. Better than I would have ever dreamed, a woman said. And then uh, one pastor says, yes, I agree. He's doing wonderful. He's staying on task. Imagine how much better President Trump could be doing if he didn't have the Lindsey Graham putting him in the position that he's in right now with this government shutdown. If he didn't have uh, you know, a media that was 95... I think the Pew poll came out yesterday or Pew result um, came out that 95% of the media is negative in the tank. Imagine if he didn't have the distractions right now. I don't know how the guy's getting up and doing his job every day when he has an investigative body, Mueller and this whole team, a hit squad, doing everything that they can to literally not just try to unseat him from the presidency, But to try to find some way that can slap a criminal charge on him and lock him up. I can't imagine the stress that he's in. It's absolutely extraordinary. And for to have his doctor come out and say that his blood pressure is low and dude's in good health, I I, I think, I think President Trump is absolutely extraordinary. And he's, he is on task. He is continuing to fulfill campaign promises. One of the things that he promised us was that he would work to protect our religious freedoms in this country. And he did, you know, just that. He has now, uh, there's going to be an organization. Uh, as part of the Department of Health and Human Services, the Civil Rights Office that would give healthcare workers. Now, of course, the left is saying it's going to give healthcare workers a right to discriminate, but no, actually, what it's going to do is actually going to protect, give healthcare workers the right to have their civil rights protected, to have the right to say, you know what, if I don't want to perform this procedure because it violates my religious freedoms that are constitutionally protected, they be allowed to do so. See, the left likes to act as though uh, their movement is about is about civil rights. Well, no, it's about the removal. It is about civil rights, but it's about trying to deny the civil rights of like this Little Sisters of the Poor or Hobby Lobby to try to force their will. Liberal liberalism is where liberty goes to die at least if you're a conservative. It's all about denying the civil rights of people who who have a religious belief in this country. Except they're willing to protect, I guess, the religious freedoms of those who want to engage in female genital mutilation. They you know, they're going to stand side by side uh with the Linda Sarsour who's pushing for Sharia. That's one religious freedom that they'll protect, the right to, you know, for men to be able to have the right to rape their wives and stone them if they get murdered. But Hat tip uh, if they get raped. Hat tip to President Trump for this. Uh, the left the left is of course uh, screaming about this. But you know what? If you're a doctor, see these 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 doctors out there and these nurses, they're paying for their own education. Why should they have the government tell them what they have to do on the job every day and what services they're going to perform? I don't get to go, I don't get to go into a doctor's office and tell them, you will perform this procedure on me today. No. You know, these are, these are professionals. They've paid for their own higher education. Their businesses, their practices, they've paid for out of their own pocket. They've assumed the legal and and financial responsibility for doing that. And they should have every right if for no, just because they're a business owner, they should have the right to decide who they're going to provide a service to, who they're going to do business with. Especially if it violates their religious freedoms, this is what America is all about. And and as we as we go into tomorrow, looking at the shutdown, looking at President Trump facing this oppo- uh, both opposition parties, I have to remind. I, I was thinking earlier about the Republicans who didn't think he was conservative enough. George W. Bush didn't implement this. George W. Bush didn't fight for a wall on the border. Well, I'm going to be back here tomorrow night fighting from 6 to 7 p.m. Thank you to my callers. Thank you to my guests. Thank you to everybody watching on Facebook Live. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. Good night, everybody.
1: The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K.